Hello everyone, you're listening to the Baladance Live podcast. I'm your host Jana Komarnitska and I'm thrilled to share a new portion of dance inspiration with you. If you are a new listener, welcome to the show. Don't forget to subscribe and receive automatic updates about our new episodes. And if you are our regular listener, welcome back. Please leave your reviews on whichever app you're listening. They really help me promote the show and spread awareness about Baladance art form. Plus, I really like like hearing back from you. On this note, let's get to our today's episode. Jelena and Ballet Dance Evolution are back, taking their show and programs across the globe. You know how many guests we had previously on this podcast shared how much the experience with BDE pushed their dance career. You can have it too. Audition for Jelena's latest production and join Jungle Book cast. All details at www.joinbde.com. Direct link in the show notes. Joinbde.com. This episode you're gonna either love or hate, <laughs> but I'm very glad that we did. I actually received quite a few requests uh, throughout history of Baladin's life podcast existence on doing some episode about dating, dating a belly dancer topic. And although we did uh, quite a few couples uh, episodes uh, interviewing um, uh, partners, um, couples who are working or involved in belly dance, dating was never really the central part of uh, the conversation. So, Thinking about this topic, I actually thought it may be a very cute excuse to bring uh, my own husband back on the podcast, Pedro Bonato, and talk about this subject specifically. It's not going to be today like an interview, it's more like a discussion, talking about our own experience, our own relationship, but also uh, sharing observations that we did in our communication with other people, both dancers and partners of dancers, and both from my perspective, from my experience of seeing and hearing people, but also how people approach Pedro also on this topic. So that's uh, our today's um, episode. Um, if you want to listen specifically about Pedro's uh, story, I highly recommend to check out previous interviews with him. We did episode 171 when we focused a lot on his drumming activities and he gave a lot of tips on how to approach uh, drum solo improvisation, which I know is a quite pain point for many dancers. And even earlier episode 112, where he shares about his personal story in arts, both music and photography. And we also talked a little bit about him being a husband of a ballet dancer, what that takes for him. So all these two episodes, I will include link in the description uh, in the show notes. Go ahead, listen there more about Pedro and his drumming. But today we have this quite interesting, I think, conversation because we went so in so many different corners from more rhetorical questions of the meaning of ballet dance to more practical tips of how maybe to explain your partner um, your passion to belly dance and how to ease the possibility, possible struggles in the relationship regarding this subject. Of course, remember that this is just a conversation of two people. We are not therapists, we are not relationship experts or anything like that, just sharing some ideas with the hope that they may get useful for you 
and helpful and uh, or at least make you think about some questions but of course everyone's situation is different and we wish you all the best in this sphere of your life too and first of all find happiness and find love to yourself to your passion to your art and of course to your partner Have you ever considered adding a fitness element to your ballet dance classes? That's one of the typical reasons why students come to a dance class at first place, to improve their physicality. Imagine how much your teaching business can benefit if you know how to combine these two elements together, dance and fitness, and how to emphasize it in your marketing strategy. And that's exactly what Orit teaches at her Sharky the Ballet Dance Workout Instructors Academy. You live with razor-sharp teaching skills and best practices for your teaching business project. The next Sharky Instructor Academy starts on April 3rd, so apply ASAP to secure your spot. More info at sharky.com teach. S-H-A-R-Q-U-I dot teach sharky.com slash teach, direct link in the show notes. So this is going to be a special episode. It's not going to be really interview, it's going to be more discussion, but I will start and I will start with a question. Because right now you, Pedro, are involved in ballet dance and then we started dating and then got married. You already were involved, not in ballet dance and drumming, but you were in ballet dance world. But... I know that you got involved in drumming because one of your friends back years ago had a girlfriend who was doing ballet dance and they invited you to go to the restaurant to see the show and that's where you saw the drummer. Uh, You already mentioned in the previous interview this story, but if you want to repeat, but uh, my question is more like what did you think about ballet dance? And if you remember this approach to maybe with your friend, discussion that he was dating a belly dancer specifically from this angle. <laughs> Let's start from there. <laughs> okay, cool. So, yeah, this would be a, a funny episode because, uh, well, it's my third time, I think, on the show. So thank you for having me. And uh, so, yeah, in one of the... Uh, past episodes, I told the story of how I discovered drumming, right? It's what you were referring to, the Darbuka the, the specifically. And uh, it, it literally, I would say, there's a mark in my life because I didn't know back then that it would be so much a part of uh, my life and, uh, and everything. But, as you said, like, so my friend, I was, what, 23, 22, like, with uh, my girlfriend at the time, and then he was, he said, oh, I'm dating this girl, and then, oh, she's, she's studying belly dance, she's a belly dancer, and uh, in Curitiba, in Brazil, which is the, the city where I grew up, they had... And funny enough, where we are right now, recording this. Yes, <laughs> we are recording my hometown, yes. Uh, and and the, this guy that is still today a very good friend of mine, uh, he um, was dating this girl, and then there was a restaurant that uh, used to do ballet dance shows from one of the schools. I don't know which one she was in back then. Uh, and um, so what I thought about ballet dance, I didn't put much thought into it. So I have like, even though, as you mentioned, like I've been in the belly dance world 
for a long time, but I remember what it was not to be a part of it and go into it. That was my first, uh, um, let's say, uh, incursion into the dance world. And I couldn't, like, it was indifferent to me, like the, the belly dance itself. And to be fair, I was in theater before, I was in the arts, I was working with music before, so it was like I was already used to, let's say, the weird people, right? But to me, it was sort of like impression was like, oh, something girls do, and it's like this, like, sort to me, I thought it was sort of like, okay, maybe it's like ballroom, or I knew there was Ukloni, the, the, the novella, the, like the soap, Brazilian soap opera, that's so much inspired Brazil, but I hadn't watched it. So I had no idea, I just knew it was like a dance from the Orient, like that kind of stuff. So, um, but I remember when we went to see the show, I was so enchanted with the Darbuka player, and he was a singer, like was my first teacher, Shakira Kiki, that lives in Brazil still. Uh, so I was, to be honest, not really paying attention to, to the dance shows. Of course, I paid attention. Uh, I saw what was going on. Oh, a person comes with Isis wings, with uh, Shamadan or something. I don't remember what it was. But I remember that I thought, oh, cool. Like when they got everybody to dance, I remember that this friend of ours, like his girlfriend, she could do all this interesting, fun moves, right? Which probably are very, like, uh, in my memory, they were like fantastic, but it's like hip drops or like uh, whatever. And I thought, oh, cool. Like we've even, I probably even have a few photos of that night of us like uh, having fun and all that. So um, I didn't give much thought into belly dance itself. And uh, I think that's all I can say about it uh, right now. I remember the dancers are in front of the drum. <laughs> so, uh. Well, you definitely um, have not very typical, I mean, I can't say typical, not typical position, but you or I am in a lucky position right now that I don't really have problems with like our relationship and in sense that our belly dance is involved as a profession. And I think the reason why we keep receiving quite a lot of questions and the idea of this podcast came because there was quite a few requests of doing something regarding dating a belly dancer is because many uh, dancers, they experience difficulties that their partners, boyfriends, husbands, or partners in general, they don't really accept belly dance or it's very difficult to start dating to be treated seriously as a belly dancer. Uh, you don't really have issues with belly dance, clearly, uh, and you got involved in this world before we met. But uh, at some point we start dating and uh, not on the dating, we got married. So I'm curious to ask, you don't need to talk, to, to name any names, <laughs> but have you ever heard any discussions or questions from your friends? Because you have many friends who are not involved in any sort of art world or sphere. They're just like regular jobs, office, banks, whatever. Have you ever had discussions like, oh, dude, really? You let your wife do belly dance? Hmm, interesting. Yeah, so, um, well, as you said, like I have, a, a, I'm in a unique position because I've been like in the belly dance world for a long time. So. In, the, with, in that sense, you could say like, oh, what can you tell about relationships that are not unique like ours? And what I think is like, I've met hundreds of dancers and some of them became friends. So I know of their struggles and I'm talking about 
from students to fellow like uh, dance artists so it's like they would go from uh all kinds of relationships and sometimes they even like ask me as, as they ask you like not only online but like live and i saw the progression but about your specific question about friends as a musician and as a photographer that uh, basically like I take photos of like what 95% are women of some, in some capacity um, there are of course uh, guys that come I'm taking that from my point of view they're mm -hmm. like oh probably you live in this harem of all these women going around you right that's the impression that the friends have of my work it looks like those memes like what my mom thinks I do what my friends think I do what I actually do it's one of those things right um, and then in that sense i have to explain to them no we have to take our, our our work seriously and to be fair to be honest usually you are so worried about effing up something in your in your job like in the, in the drums the, the last thing you're thinking is uh, about women around you um although of course like beauty is a source of inspiration i'm talking about even like the dance and everything so of course it's, it's a part of the of the whole package but my friends they never they would never dare i guess to ask oh what the hell are you doing with a belly dancer like um or how do, how do you let i had that question done made to me once about uh and uh, by chance it was a guy from the middle east it was in toronto it was not like a, a friend friend but it was like oh how do you let your wife go do shows and then my my reply to him was that it was not my job to let you do anything something we're going to get into later and the second that i'm very proud of the work and th that you do and then uh, we're going to talk about jealousy and all those things because that's where it comes from like oh dude how do you let her like i had those but i have the blessing that having my friends be um let's say i very selective friends or very old friends that they've seen the progression of uh, of life but i've seen the looks let's say right it's like uh belly dancer mm, girl from ukraine uh, what what are you doing right uh, like it's part of uh, something that uh, that happens but at least in my case um as i said only a couple times guys point blank ask me that that those kinds of things but what i see it's actually more jealousy and curiosity rather than uh, rather than um, judging me. Also because I'm a guy. Yeah, that's right? different. That was, that's so, why I was curious to know from like perspective. Did you have any discussions with friends? Actually, I will even correct you. Mm -hmm. You had this question asked twice, and once it was in front of me. It was asked by a woman by the event organizer. I remember one wedding that I went to perform in Toronto and you went with me, helping me. Very often I was introducing you like my manager, but then with event managers, event planners backstage, we were sometimes discussing and then we met after performance already was done. And it was Egyptian wedding, but the event planner was not Egyptian. She was not really familiar with the tradition. For her, it was very unique and new. The fact, oh, belly dance at a wedding. It was strange for her. She, I don't know her nationality, but probably a lot of like born or raised in Canada, not really familiar with these traditions. And I remember meeting her 
at the parking lot, she went for a break to smoke and then we were leaving and we started talking discussion. It was a very curious discussion in general, but one of the comments was from her like, oh, really? And like, your, it was kind of addressing me and you together. It was like, oh, your husband like lets you perform. <laughs> and it was very strange to hear from a woman, from event planner who deals with artists all the time. but. Specifically, the fact that it was all oh, belly dance. It's this. Uh, there are a lot of stereotypes among general audience regarding is it men or women. First of all, for them, it will be for many of them will be sounding weird, like belly dancer at a wedding. Why would you do that? Uh, but then, second is the relationship that or. Oh, because in the discussion, uh, we mentioned oh that you are my husband, and then for her it was so surprising that you will be okay. You will be with me there, you will be watching me perform in front of all these people and helping and supporting. And I remember I was very impressed that it came from a woman who deals with artists. And it just says how much, I, I'm repeating already myself, stereotypes among general audience. And that's probably one of the reasons why so many dancers actually do have problems start dating or keep dancing while they're dating someone or getting serious because of all those uh, stereotypes. Yeah. So do you remember what I said? I don't remember this episode. I mean, I sort of vaguely remember, but I, 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 I did not remember. I remember you went at some point. I don't remember immediately what you replied or if you replied anything or I replied. I don't remember that. But I remember at some point it went to the joke. You start joking that, oh, when Yana gets tired, I get her costumes, put a wig and dance instead of her. And she actually took it almost seriously. Like for a second, it was just, just such a terrifying look on her face. And then she realized, <laughs> realized we are actually joking around. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, like uh, that, that's actually, I don't remember even this time, like so like to see the difference between the treatment of, let's say, um, also the fact that I am an art, a working artist, like uh, either as a photographer, videographer, musician, like uh, it's already, let's say, quote unquote, an alternative lifestyle. And I've seen uh, a lot of uh, like husbands that are uh, of other areas, and they're worried about exactly this that you're talking about. Oh, what will my friends think, right? Or that, uh, and uh, it's sort of like embedded in the culture. And uh, in a way, also one thing. Now that I think about it, uh, on the first shows that I went, so the first show that I that I went and I saw the drumming. I, as I said, I was not really paying attention to to the belly dance. And uh, but I remember this on that show and on subsequent shows too that uh, I was back then like in a relationship with a girlfriend. And of course, there is always jealousy in relationships. And then suddenly you go to a show where, let's say, I'm talking about this as, let's say, as a lay person that has never seen belly dance before. There is no equivalent in the Western world of this, unless you talk about, I don't know, like today Bashara or something, you're going to see a show, I don't know, maybe ballet or like some sort of contemporary dance. But there is no, I mean, I may be completely wrong about this, but it's the impression I have is that there is no celebration of sensuality and femininity in a safe space in the Western world where both men and women can celebrate it together. That's one of the unique things about belly dance. Um, that I think, I don't know how it is in the Middle East about that, it's probably different, but in the West, right, that which is, I think in previous episodes I may have mentioned something about this, which is what I think is so cool 
like about the existence and this proliferation of this art form around the world is that it goes directly into, uh, let's say, not necessarily misconceptions, but um, it plays with the norms of the society. So, for example, a person can go, and I've seen this many times, uh, I don't know, like in Brazil, can go to like uh, one of those, uh, I don't know, reggaeton or like, um, like forró or like funk music and those shows where they're basically like not for haw in in reggaeton but like funk in Brazil and then in the U, in the US and, and many many other places that kind of songs that they're sexually explicit the lyrics and the way to dance and all those things mm-hmm. and people consider that oh that's okay but imagine doing something more sensual in the like in the belly dance world it's kind of this weird thing that i noticed but Coming back to, I'm kind of going around, but mm-hmm. coming back to the idea of the first show, I remember as a guy that had never seen belly dance, my girlfriend is literally next to me. She was not dancing yet, so it's friend of a friend. Should I look at the dancers or should I not look at the dancers? Wanted or not, they are same. They are like showing their belly, they're wearing a bra. Is that like? And even though you think, oh, we're in Brazil, it's more open, it's not. It's a very conservative country in many ways, uh, and you have permission to do certain things, like in carnival, then it's okay right? It's sort of like, in terms of norms, it's sort of like you go to the beach and you're wearing a bikini. That's accepted at the beach. It's not accepted to go to the bank in the city, even if it's 30 degrees, that kind of stuff. So um, I think the first thing you think, am I supposed to look at the dancer? Am I supposed to, like, even those things like, should I tip the dancer? Because something I've seen somewhere, those kinds of things. Um, If I see everybody clapping, should I clap right now? The dancer is uh, coming towards me. Should I get up and dance? Should I just be sitting? You know, like I've seen in the th- and I mentioned this because I was like, like, um, like just curious with the situation. Now that I think about it, are things that as a guy that was like, let's say, first ride into the belly dance world, I had no idea how to do. It. And then of course you pick it up very quickly. That you see, first of all, that it is a, let's say a family business, right? As you said, like in a wedding, you have a dancer. And uh, I think sometimes dancers get, interrupt me anytime, by the way. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes get, dancers get very, let's say, outraged with the stereotypes when they forget that they also had those stereotypes in the beginning. I was just about to mention that we get very often so involved in dance and so in love and dance and so much research and trying to find out more and more information about dance that we forget that there were times that we didn't know anything, that we also had, whichever it was, but some very stereotypical images, to whichever degree it was stereotypical, but not knowing the thing, you will imagine something about the thing. And we forget that there are still many people who are on that side that we were pre-ballet dance, pre-involved in ballet dance. And it's not to justify all the bad stereotypes or any judgments or whatever it is, but it's more like from understanding and this question of how to explain what you're doing and how to... um, I was about to say make person accept, but it's also the question, do you really have to make someone accept what you're doing as a belly dance per se? Or is it more like, where do you think this, uh, um, do you think belly dance is kind of something as a, 
scary thing for guys who are not really familiar with belly dance, especially with your you describing this reaction like of not even knowing how to treat and then imagining, let's say, your girlfriend or your wife doing and then thinking of other guys, what they will think about her. Do you think belly dance is actually, it comes from the place of not only maybe a self-doubt or low self-confidence, but more also from the place of being scared of this thing because you don't know what it is and how to react to it? Yeah, I think uh, any reaction uh, like that is, uh, let's say, of denial or bad or worry, it comes from insecurity and from fear and not knowing. And all these worries that, uh, that appear in uh, like... A man or a woman's life, right, too. So, um, and the fact that belly dance in many levels explores femininity, it's something that you can consider, like, as dancers, you've seen that uh, some, uh, some people say that belly dance, like, reveals something that was in you all the time, and that's why you were longing to go after it. Or belly dance is something that transforms you. And it's probably something in the middle. It transforms you and reveals it, right? So um, what I've seen of, uh, let's say, it's not necessarily friends, but like guys that I met in the belly dance events and then they see, oh, there's the other dude in the belly dance event. And so let me go talk to him. Oh, and he is into this, uh, like he's the drummer or he's the photographer, if that's the case. So you come and talk to me and see, oh, what's this? Thing about the gala shows and uh, and and uh, all those things. I don't know why my wife is so interested in this thing and all that. And uh, of course, they also look at you, at me as let's say a guy inside the belly dance world, as like, huh? Is he trying to pick up chicks here? Like, it's the first thing, obviously, that all husbands do. And then, of course, what will, as you said, like, is this a degrading thing? Oh, is this something? Oh, my wife shouldn't be doing this, right? Um, it's something that I've seen many times happen, but I always I always notice that it comes from this insecurity, first of all, of jealousy of social um, gravitas, right? So, oh, how people are gonna think about this? To the point that, and we're gonna probably talk about like tips, suggestions, things that we think would work and, and be interesting, is that it's a matter of showing the beauty and showing the elegance and showing the transformation, showing everything. You have to remember that at some point, doing yoga was for weirdos. At some point, even going to gym was... Uh, in, that's not that long ago. It's in the 70s. If you go to gym and you try to like lift weights, and both women and men, men women even worse, because like, uh, they think, oh, they look so masculine. It's like, no, it's, uh, it's uh, something about the female body that uh, they get, it's a, a female strength. And so, like... Everybody, uh, let's say we did not have a hippie movement for belly dance yet. Mm-hmm. Meaning it did not become part of the culture aside from the stereotypes. So instead of being mad at the world because it is like, oh, people think that way. Well, tell what it actually is. Show them, bring them to the party. To me, it took one party to see what it was about, right? And um, yeah, so like... To me, seeing the, let's say, the male reaction, let's say, to, to belly dance has to do a lot of what's socially accepted in their world, right? In the, and I remember having that, that impression, for example, the first time I saw 
let's say, um, not necessarily a Saudi, but like those guys wearing the, the outfits that are as if they are in Saudi Arabia. So I'm not sure if it was there or not, but they're like showering money on the, on the dancer. And come on, in the West, giving tips to a dancer is something related, at least in the West, I mean, like North America, places they have like strip clubs. It's something doing strip clubs. So then suddenly you were asked to, and now my daughter, wife, and, and the aunt are doing this thing. So it, instead of being like pissed off, oh, how dare you be so ignorant? It's like the person is literally that ignorant that there are different ways of doing things and they come from different places, right? It's like you, and then the analogy I did for a friend of mine, the friend, like a, a husband of belly dancer in Canada, there, he was talking about the, like the, the like giving tips and money showers and all those things. I said, well, they do that in the Middle East for artists. And then I said, by the way, you know how we do this? We give money to people, to the street musicians. We give, we give an extra tip for the waiter. We give an extra tip for the guy that came to perform at, at, at whatever party. So, uh, or we give, and, and the example that I gave to him is that you buy the album and you buy the t-shirt of the guy of the band. Is the equivalent. It's like you are uh, providing the like if you're going to take it super high level. What it means is you're providing the monetary funds. You're translating into support for the artist, for all the enrichment that they gave to you that they can never repay with money. So that's a pretty way of seeing this. And then when you see the uh, beautiful things that happen in belly dance. For example, it's a safe place in the West, at least. It's a safe place for women to go and explore their femininity, to explore not only femininity, but all the things in history and the dance and movement and the, a challenge, both physical, intellectual, like all those things. Uh, it's invisible to the person before. I think also the part of the problem is that how belly dance pictured in the media both Western and actually Middle Eastern too, that very often dancer is portrayed as a seductress. So the act of dancing is done for seduction. And that's in Western like media, in uh, music clips, in movies, very often like dance is used for the seduction. So it, it creates a very strong association among general public that oh, dance and female ballet dancer, her job is to basically seduce and entertain a male audience, uh, which ballet dance is about sensuality. It can have an element of seduction. But it's not just about that. And as ballet dancers, we understand that it's first of all about woman, or not even woman, but about feminine energy inside. And that's exploration, which you can take whichever direction you want to take. But when it's about performance on stage, it's about character. And whichever character you have control, which character you create on stage. But for general audience, it's, I mean, by general audience, those who are not really familiar or aware or educated about what is ballet dance because of this media representation very often it's this strong association even um, you mentioned that association that especially when you see putting like uh, tips giving tips to dancer or putting a money shower over the dance it's association to the closest of strip clubs because of both of those things element of giving tips publicly like that and about this strong association that ballet dance is about seduction. 
So there, women are there to seduce me, I guess, the guy, some random guy may think. And especially looking aside and thinking, oh, but my girlfriend or my wife especially will be there. And that brings to the next question about actual relationship and uh, uh, difficulty very often because uh, there are many of those stereotypes and many people are influenced by those ideas, um, not educated about what the thing is. And in terms of relationship, there can be obviously two scenarios. Then a dancer is already a dancer mm -hmm. and uh, start dating someone and it's uh, um, sometimes even not in dating but sometimes in the regular communication it's uh, a little bit becomes weird to start telling that are you a belly dancer because you feel the uh, energy of a person and you kind of already expect what kind of discussion will be or jokes or comments and but if it's in a dating realm or a person who you're interested as potential like boyfriend, um, uh, girlfriend, uh, as a relationship, it's an additional layer. So this is one scenario when you're already a ballet dancer or you are in a relationship but you got interested in trying ballet dance. And here can be also two scenarios. Either you're doing ballet dance just for fun both in first and second scenario, it's one situation. And another situation and another layer of, diff not difficult, but potential struggles is when belly dance from a hobby starts transforming into something more serious for you that you'd want to do, if not the main profession, but as a side gig that you actually want to go and perform. And sometimes the difficulty may happen already if it's just a school performance, gala show, or if you want to take your forces, let's say, and go to perform as a professional dancer in restaurant, even if you don't have aspiration to do it as your main profession, but you just want to try, but that already can face a lot of barriers and a lot of protests from, from your partner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like uh, that, that's an important distinction. Like the first one is you're already a dancer, can be, let's say, uh, amateur taking classes and then or, or you're a professional and then you get into let's say a date situation get involved with someone and the other one is uh, you're already on a relationship it can be a long-term relationship we've seen everything like between the two of us we've seen everything from people starting out a relationship and they discover belly dance is something to do to people that are like already have like kids and they're well established and they start doing that and then we've seen all kinds of reactions to that so independent of being let's say professional or not, let's say belly dance is in your life somehow. And then the way that I see it is you have a gradient of full acceptance, full support, right? I even remember one dancer actually here from Curitiba that we met in Sao Paulo and her husband was there, like went with her to Sao Paulo for her to perform at this, let's say, prestigious uh, Canal Kalili in Sao Paulo, which is like one of the big... Um, like performance houses and he goes and he has a t-shirt that was belly, belly dancer husband or husband of belly dancer and that was very cute right uh, it's a guy that was not in the like in the scene let's say he was not working on that but he was supporting his wife to be uh, like in that case a professional belly dancers but that started when they were like she started doing belly dance after they were uh, like husband and wife, I remember talking to him a lot about that. So, um, so you have the full support. He takes you to the gigs or he goes to the performance at the gala shows. 
and all that. And then you have those that don't care, don't bug me, that's your thing. It's like, I like my boat, you like your belly dance, you stay in your lane, I stay in my lane. And you have people that have from kids that decide to say, oh, mom, you're embarrassing us, or husbands that say, I refuse to let you do this, I can't believe that stuff. Or um, one very common thing, especially in younger dancers, is like, okay, the guy have maybe even met you, and you're like a dancer, ooh, cool, all that, and he got into it. Oh, now that you're getting serious or you're going to get married, of course you're going to stop dancing. We've seen all of those, right? And uh, I think the, the main thing to consider when you are like dealing with whatever situation is and it's like we're not therapists or anything like that but just have like our opinions about these things and seen uh things that work right so the first thing to that i think any any dancer in a in um can be like an amateur situation or uh let's say professional one dealing with either one situation would be first of all is this a me thing or is this an us Right, something I was mentioning to you. So it's like, is it something that is for myself? Or is it something that I'm trying to get you to come to, to my world here? And that's something that you should consider from the point of view of any relationship you'll have. And of course, belly dance is unique from that, let's say, social stigma perspective. Meeting is not that problem. Uh, yoga is not that problem. Ballroom dancing may be a problem. Uh, because the guy doesn't want his wife to go and dance around with a bunch of dudes, right? For example, like to simplify. And we've seen that many times, including with professionals. And, um, and that's a, like a big struggle. And I think it goes into a societal issue, right? Of how much women can actually go into the, the workspace and uh, play space too. Because it's very uh, common for, okay, the guy has his guy time and, uh, okay, what's the girl going to have on her end? And one thing also, just to mention that we, we are talking more of, uh, let's say, man, woman, heterosexual relationships, because that's, I would say, majority of uh, the, the people involved in these things. And I do not know what it is the case for woman, woman, man, man. I have no idea. Like, I assume because it's usually more, let's say, enlightened relationships, because they're already dealing with all sorts of discrimination in society, that they will tend to be more open to, to, to those situations. And uh, so just to make sure that we're talking mm -hmm. like uh, in, in that uh, realm. But um, I'll pick up from here uh -huh. on the topic of uh, uh, what you said, like to define, is it like me time or is it us time regarding belly dance? And I think it's a very important reminder First of all, for all dancers, which applies not only to partners, but even to family members, that people don't really have necessarily to like, enjoy, or want to study what you do. And it's totally fine, and it's totally their right. When we fall in love, especially, we want to share everything. We want to make a person be involved in all the stuff. And we very often will want kind of to dissolve in us forgetting that it's totally normal to have a me space, me time, uh, just like your partner can have his or her own time. And it's okay that you may be not that much interested in what their hobby, I mean, probably curious out of like trying to support, but not really trying to get involved in whatever it is for your partner. And it's totally fine if he doesn't 
like, let's say, or doesn't enjoy, doesn't really care or want to study much about ballet dance. But I think there is a very important separation between not being interested in your activity and not willing to support you or even more trying to suppress your time. And then it also needs to be a red flag to pay attention. Is it really about activity? which is also separate discussion, does the person have the right to suppress activity that I like, but okay, at least to figure out and clarify for yourself very carefully, is it really about activity? Is it really because it's belly dance and the, this your partner, potential partner is so terrified of belly dance for whatever reason? Or is it about you and your right to have your own thing and your freedom. So would it really matter is it belly dance or is it yoga or is it, I don't know, going out with your girlfriends or friends in general or, I don't know, surfing or whichever activity. So because then it's a red flag that it's not about even activity itself. And then no matter how many discussions you will have about belly dance, it's more about your uh, freedom and your as a person, uh, your individuality, and then it's that's already going into like therapy uh, direction. It's a discussion, obviously not for us to discuss, but at least it's a red flag that making sure that person, potential partner or current partner, doesn't treat you as a property to instruct you what you should do or how you should look or what you. Uh, can say or not say, how you spend your time. It's very important to differentiate, at least on this level, is it really the problem in ballet dance? Because then there is potential of clarifying, having discussions, etc. Or is it just because person doesn't want me to have anything that will be on my own because they're afraid of not having control over me? Yeah, the, I think there is... Um, that's something that certainly exists this uh, thing of like the dynamics of control which unfortunately in uh, today's society is a man on woman kind of a thing in general but I'll mention the the mirror image of that which uh, like I had in one relationship where like the the person did not she was super jealous and then if I was like a musician she was always worried that I, it's like everything that every dancer has me as a drummer had oh you're going to go and perform at this event and you're driving with this dancer and uh, uh, you know I had this I had uh, uh, like a relationship where and I know of and I mentioned not only me because it's very common among um, uh, like musicians and, uh, and and photographers any kind of artist actually that because you are in this field that uh, let's say either entertainment or in this disruptive field, they are going to be jealous of you, especially because you are around interesting people and people that are seeking to gather something, right? That is more transcendental than uh, ordinary life. And, um, and they are basically... Uh, I had this problem with both photography of jealous girlfriends and... Um, and in music, I had both. So I can relate at least a little bit with what belly dancers go through. With that said, it's about you, let's say, and asserting your, um, your space in the world can be done in, of course, many ways. It can be through conflict. It can be through, okay, take this person out of my life and next, right? Or it can be through 
kindness showing of what it is. Not asking permission for people to tell, oh, okay, now I understand, now it's okay. But it's the respect of your individual that you're exploring this, right? And as I said, it may reveal what you already are, it may change you in a certain way, and maybe that's something that the person is um, um, afraid of. That's something you were talking about, about fear, which is, okay, and it comes from insecurity. Maybe my wife, that used to be this person that was, let's say, not interested in these things, maybe it will be, let's say, a gateway drug to our demise. You know, like, it could be, right? Uh, and if we're honest, sometimes it is. But soccer is like that too. Or the affair the person has with the girl or the guy in the bookshop. Or the person that has the same interest in, like, funny hats you have. like. Um, adultery or like a really something that undermines a relationship can happen in anything and we try to think that it only happens when a person becomes an artist or is studying art but it's like okay how many people when you go to a church meeting are actually lovers on the side i don't know how many but it will be a certain percentage otherwise you don't have 50 percent divorce right so um i think that's sort of like that kind of misconception but in my opinion you have to see all these things with kindness and remember when you were not that enlightened yes and no i would agree and disagree because first of all it's definitely uh my comment was not like men specifically uh, trying to control women it can go mm. very very mm -hmm. much all around women not trying to give any freedom and uh, breaths uh, for their partners uh, male partners but uh kindness yes it's important to see if it's the matter of being your partner being worried about the subject itself about balance then yes here it's important to look with kindness understanding that the person doesn't know but that's why i started like first of all clarify is it really about belly dance or is it about this control because there are a lot of let's say um hidden or masked abusive relationships then it's about control and it's also partially possibly um, a good question mark for person herself or himself who is a dancer to check your relationship with belly dance and your confidence in what you're doing and your attitude because it may be that this person who you're attracted to or potentially have a relationship or currently have, they are tapping and, and poking on it because they feel certain level of not confidence in you and your approach to belly dance. And they are trying to tap and see if they can break it completely and take control over it. And uh, I, uh, I had one example of this, of um, uh, facing the... Uh, sort of relationship that the guy was uh, showing attraction and or some kind of relationship and he was trying to seduce me into the idea of more serious relationship thinking that I'm so desperate to get in relationship and more serious relationship and more marriage uh, that he was always like oh Jana you're like such a good girl you'll be such a good wife probably all these cons but at the same time mixing with cons oh but this dance is of yours, like mm -hmm. really trying to poke. And I remember one moment that it was like, oh, but aren't you planning to have a normal family? Like as if like, how can you be like 
betray the idea of having a normal family for this kind of dentist. And I remember being so lucky to have so much confidence in dance and in my mm. love to dance that I remember my immediate reply was like, I don't want normal family. I want a happy family. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Yeah, the, yeah that we, we've seen many like of even our friends like uh, and people we heard about that uh, sort of like in a situation like that, it's like, okay, at some point the 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 relationship gets like okay now we're serious now let's stop this because uh you have to leave this in your past because i'm not gonna have my wife have this like that kind of stuff right so that kind of a terrible situation so uh, what i was telling about kindness is not being kind to the person oh pretty you poor you and that's not what i meant i meant kindness even to yourself of are you gonna get enraged with one of the let's say with the symptom of the problem or you're trying to solve it you know it's more treat with kindness the problem and then okay show like no this is if you can't understand that this goes way as you had like you had this already not only confidence but this understanding that this goes so much way beyond your uh, uh like it's so much so much beyond just the profession it's actually like part of life that you're not going to take that away from me for in I like the we don't want normal we want happy and it can be happy anywhere in any like in all sorts of situations but as long as you're seeking something and as you said like if it's either a man and I, as I said I had this uh, this situation where I literally had when I was going to take photos of models for example um so people should know if they don't know that I'm both drummer and like photographer and I really wanted to get into fashion photography and um, and like female beauty displayed through photography I was really into it and uh, I remember she said like oh you can do that but not with me not while you were with me right so it was sort of like a choice right and I remember trying to show oh look but there is this but it's like am I making a case for the thing that I love and then in the end it did not work out and I remember like even this is like I, I mentioned this from a male perspective because it may be useful for women too like the mirror image of this because I remember like I told you this probably like many times but I said like that I was able to relax and breathe easily when we were together because it was like you were not jealous of me actually you were encouraging me and helping me okay you want to go for it and you make beautiful images you make beautiful images of me so like let like show your like your talent or your passion to the world and I had that same with you and like obviously like uh, I we started dating in the context of me knowing that you were a dancer we had like performed together we talked a little bit about that in other times and then we worked on a photo project uh, like together so and I remember like as we were like falling in love and, and dating I remember like I want you to have like um, all the um, experience you want in dance and the one thing that I that I mentioned this every time to my let's say friends that are worried about like the jealousy aspect of uh, even we're talking about belly dance but that happens today with like pole dancing 
like a girl wants to go into pole dancing and she wants to literally explore that element of like uh, sensuality to that or twerking or whatever and um, those dancers have it I think even less bad than belly dance I think I think it's less bad because it's more into uh, the big dance the big singers it's part of pop culture Hmm. It's way more part of pop culture, so it's more accepted, right? Anyway, it, I, I may be completely wrong. We should talk to like uh, um, like people in in, in like in working fields, yeah. in those fields. But but anyway, like what what I was going to mention about like my um, my experience that I wanted you to to express everything like whatever you wanted. And in terms of like if you're jealous, if a person wants to cheat, they're gonna cheat. They're gonna cheat in behind the church, behind the bar, they're going to take time in the afternoon and go do whatever they want, right? So like that's impossible to control. So I had that confidence of like, okay, I know you are like, if you'd like to go and do that stuff, I cannot stop you. Like I may be sad and discover and be all that, like, but it's like, it should not stop your pursuit of art. It's nothing to do with ballet dance. It's about people and their relationship. Yeah. So it's not about art per se. Yeah. At the same time, we should acknowledge the fact that, and that problem happened when I was an actor, and it's like junior actor, like in like high school and all those things, like that uh, there is the worry that if you are into the arts, you're going to be more open. If you're going to be more open, things can happen. That kind of thing. It is something that can be considered. I think it's completely, uh, let's say, naive to consider that. It's sort of like this, I don't know, like 17th century way of thinking about stuff. Probably artists always had, even we think about this, like the artists and the prostitutes and the priestesses in Babylonian times, like you and the, they are sort of like mishmashed together, right? Those kinds of, let's say, lesser professions. We even saw this, uh, like we're talking more of a Western uh, situation, but um, in, uh, in the Middle East or in the Near East, uh, or like specifically, for example, I remember in, in Istanbul, I remember my musician friends saying how badly treated they are by, um, let's say, any upper middle class person that is like a lawyer or this or that, as if they're kids or they're like, and even... You know, I even remember this song from, uh, it's a little deviation, but it might be useful. Like there is that uh, Money for Nothing, a song from Dire Straits, that it's, the guys are basically talking about that uh, the, I, we have to install these microwave ovens, I'm not going to sing, uh, and uh, these rock stars get the chicks for free, right? That kind of stuff. So it's the inversion of that from the point of view of... Um, of in music with the big difference that even part of culture it's like they're the groupies they're like for the big rock and roll star that comes with the package right that that happens right so it's part of culture and again because it's male it's okay right when it's female it's not mm -hmm. so i think it would be good to like to just to mention that even though belly dance has this femininity sensuality and in my opinion this adult way of seeing sensuality together which is different than like even even see in belly dance maybe this is a bit controversial maybe not i don't know like if you've seen belly dance all the names of shows they're knights at the harem like even the actual belly dance show the fantasy 
and all the Orientalist paintings and all those things, I'm not to get into much into that thing, but it's like you're selling that view as a fantasy, right? Come to the harem. In every city in the world, the name of the show, of a ballad and show would be something about harem, right? It's the first all. And then you get Aladdin, Thousand One Nights, it's whatever in the culture is the first, let's say, door in. Mm -hmm. And then with that door in, you see all the, let's say, um, and I think like this is just my opinion. You may be like, uh, like, I'm not defending the stereotype. I'm just saying that I think there is a tendency today to sanitize dance and sanitize belly dance as if when you go to the Topkapi Palace in, in Istanbul and all dancers love to go to the Topkapi Palace in Istanbul, you go to the harem, all the stories like they are about that. They had slave girls, they had all the bad parts of that. And then you have like, they learned this or they learned that, they learned dance, they learned all those things. And so you're selling the stereotype at the same time you're expecting people not to have the stereotype. I was just about to comment on something that you earlier said that, oh, there is stereotype that, oh, artists, they're more open. So if they're open, things may happen things may come. And I was just thinking like, oh, if only general audience knew how much policing of each other we have in our belly dance community, that what if someone allows themselves to, uh, to wear mm -hmm. a little bit more revealing that what's supposed to be normal costume, then everyone starts right away going after the dancer and of course, there may be like some like bad parts, but it's also the question of like, are we really policing women what their as the their choice, not imposed choice, but their choice of how they present their body, what they wear? Isn't that supposed to be celebrated that today they have this choice to do? Uh, but it's very interesting this like paradigm of what you're saying, like ballet dance is about femininity it's also about sensuality is about this exploration and at the same time a lot of dancers try to explore and reject it at the same time when it comes to public presentation that it's like oh this this dance form has nothing to do with it but i think we are going also on a side tangent a little bit uh, from the the the, the, uh, the topic, topic of, of actual like uh, relationships not not really because i think it's important like maybe that's a useful insight that's why I was like uh, it's like it's sort of tangential but it's sort of like the elephant in the room because to me it's like the argument that is done for belly dance in general is this oh let's sanitize the the, the sanitize the following sense it's like for example you were doing at some point you're doing belly dance not for let's say that aspect of it which could be a small or a big one in your in your mind as a dancer, like the let's say the sensuality element of it, or the specific like femininity. Because when you go, it goes to it goes to history, it goes to like movement, it goes to archetypes, it goes to into everything that uh, I won't try to summarize the four or five things that you can go into. It can go into all those things, but that other element that I was talking that people are trying, as you said, to go after it and deny at the same time, especially around public performances as if it did not exist in there. Oh, it's not about that. It's like the way that I think about it, like at least like, and again, I'm not trying to impose my view on that. It's just, I'm offering this as a way to a different way to understand, which is what I like specifically about belly dance is that 
it can be about that and it's okay to be public. Like, so to me, that's what's original in the Western world when you see a belly dance show, as far as I can see, is that there are all the stereotype connotations. There is all the deeper stuff. There is all the sacred feminine kind of stuff or sacred masculine, whatever you want to consider when you are dancing, when you're like male belly dancer. Uh, and so there, it goes all the way from the sacred to the profane. And people are trying to say that the profane is not there. And it is. It's all of it. You know, I'm going to say right now one very, I guess, feminist thing. <laughs> not very typical of me. I usually don't go into those like uh, edges. But I'm going to say it right now. I think woman, and I will talk right now here like men, uh, male, female relationship. But I think woman who fully embraced her sensuality and has confidence to explore and present it on public, in this case, with the tool of belly dance, is actually scary for men. It's even it's more scary, scary. scary for men. It's oh. actually more scary than belly dance itself. Oh yeah, of course. So in this case, if you meet a strong man, and I mean not physically, I mean emotionally, he will be intrigued and he will be honored to have this woman close to him to explore her world and possibly having a relationship. But if you have weak man, emotionally weak man, he may want to have her, but he will want to put her down. And one of the tools is poking on baladance or trying to reject baladance because for him, it's the signal of visual like, oh, that's what brings her this all these things. As a result, belly dance, she will stop being this powerful woman who is not afraid of her own sensuality Amen. or exploration of her own sensuality. Amen. I totally agree with you. <laughs> like, that's absolutely true. And that's even like the, uh, if you can go even like, I, we're going to get into, I think, we're going a little citation now and going to take a little bit further even, but it's this, um, this, all these archetypes that you have like women as temptress or the Medusa. I was even telling you about this, but like from a, um, like let's say a, I don't know, Jungian male perspective, maybe not Jungian because I'm not a psychologist, but that's sort of like how I understand like these, uh, like, like uh, these uh, archetypes. Uh, a powerful like woman that is in the control of her like sensuality. Uh, and um, you know, of who she is, where she integrates all these elements of her that is not with shame of each one, right? That's why I was talking about the sanitizing. When you don't do that, when it's a full thing, that it's your full expression as a human being, and you're not trying to take it down, put the fig leaf in front, um, of course it is scary for men, because it has been from the beginning of time. Because a powerful woman shows how small you are, and you want to become someone worthy of her. That's the story of, uh, in a good way, right, of the man that wants to transcend his mediocrity to become the person that will have that woman, right? And um, that's why I think you're totally correct in that uh, analysis that, in a way, it has, it's like, oh, as if the guy's searching for the source of her power and trying to destroy and belly dance. Totally agree, that's the, the, that's the thing. And the way out of it, right, there will be hundreds of ways. One is find a person that is enlightened or enlighten the person that you want to be with, right? Or some people will actually sacrifice 
that element of like their love for whatever reason. Um, and of course, it's also like their choice, right? Uh, who am I to, to judge people's like decisions like, uh, like for, for love and all that. But I think in a way, it's like sort of like cutting the wings. And when you think you're cutting the wings of another bird, you're cutting your, your own when you're in a relationship because you can't fly together. You know, and I think that's something that uh, happens a lot. And just to give one example in our own life that I think would be uh, interesting because, uh, like, as I said, like, I was already sold on the idea that um, a dancer will explore her dancing. And I knew how you were exploring. And there are many ways that people are exploring. Some women are exploring belly dance specifically for that element of sensuality and sexuality sometimes. And that's fine. And sometimes they're more into the, let's say, cultural or historical or some are, some are more into the spiritual ones. Some are even on the physicality of it. I need to lose weight. Let me do something, right? That I don't have to lift weights, you know? Like uh, they have to go to a class. You know, there are all sorts of reasons why people go into belly dance or actually into anything for that matter. But one thing in our lives, I remember, for example, I was completely in love with tennis, right? Like I was like completely like I went between my late 20s to mid 30s before we met, um, I was like so obsessed with tennis. And then throughout like my life, I started like not going, like not going there. And I tried to bring you to play with me a few times, but you didn't fall in love with it. Yeah, you... it was fun activity, but it's not really my thing that I would want to go on my own there, let's say. Exactly. So that's one thing that I think we can sort of bring down to more practical things for people. I'm just going to give the example of uh, in tennis that to me was like, oh, it would be great. And just to be like clear, like in previous relationships that I had, they were not into tennis either, right? It's my thing. But I did not want it to be exclusively my thing. You know, so with you, it's like, oh, let me show you this. And then I was showing like the different ways of holding the racket and what the person is doing and this and that. And I was trying to show you all the, let's say, unlocking of all sorts of things. And this is not going to be an episode about tennis. But, uh, <laughs> I just mentioned as a, as a contrast to balanced, but it's like confidence um, going against someone, but you are basically you're not going against that person. I mean, you may be trying to beat that person, like in a belly dance competition, or you're trying to discover where you have missed the target, where you did not practice properly. So maybe your technique is not like, like the best. So that person that is your adversary shows you your weaknesses. And, that, and also, it's a game, usually the one that I like is one against one. That means it's you. There is no one else. It's sort of like you have a group choreography or you have you yourself. So there's all sorts of... And then the ways like... The way you play and your physical uh, body will dictate what kind of thing you can do in the court. So are you more aggressive? Are you more defensive? Are you trying to speed up things? You know, all sorts of things that happen. I don't think I ever got you into that. For example, no, exactly. So my At point least not is yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my point is, but one thing that I think is the first tip for uh, dancers that are, let's say, trying to incorporate their, um, let's say, loved ones into the world of belly dance, and that's the analogy I'm doing with tennis. That I'm not trying to force you to like tennis. I'm not arranging every single week to go. I'm not telling you to come see me practice. I'm not like I'm not asking you to accept me. Of course, there is a big difference that 
you're not worried about Pedro, I don't want you to go to the tennis court, but that could happen because it has happened to me. Oh, there is that pretty girl in that short tennis court. Oh, that teacher of yours, she is a teacher. And she may, that can happen anywhere. So I'm saying like, even though it's not intrinsically a problem because of the stereotypes, like it is in belly dance, it does happen. Yeah, that's why I was like, also in the beginning discussion, coming back to that, like, at least differentiate what's the problem. Is it the activity itself? Or is it the fact that you're going out in the outside world and the person is afraid of not having control yeah, over you? Yeah, so, but the first thing that I would mention, like for people that, let's say, you started doing your belly dance, uh, like you start doing belly dance or you're already doing belly dance and you got into like the a relationship, to be open about it, about what you expect and like of it, like what you're trying to get out of that, at least for now, right? And try to bring that person into that uh, into that world a little bit, sort of like the way I mentioned the tennis. Bring the person in, show a little bit of what that is. And also, unless, as you said, that they're trying to cut you off and say, I don't accept this. Like, no, okay, let me show you what it is and see if you want to be a part of it, right? And then I think like, uh, maybe this is like tips time, like for things, like things that I think would be, um, so, you can't really force the person to be interested in what they are not interested in. The most you can do is show the beauty of the thing and hope that they see some beauty on that too, right? So you can also on this note uh, put more emphasis on what this thing means to you yes. and how it makes you feel because person who is truly in love with you or loving you, um, especially if they meet you already being involved in this field. Huh? which is slightly maybe different if you're starting while you're already in a relationship, because then if you're starting, they may be afraid, oh, it's something new, it changes, and changes are often scary. And we often talk, even family members, they may want to, whichever, again, just uh, starting the belly dance classes, doing belly dance classes, or opening your own business or whatever, like people may try to talk you out of it, not because they don't really want you to do it, but because they're afraid that this will harm you eventually. So that also comes from their insecurities. So it's a different conversation. But when it's uh, the conversation that someone is meeting you, that you are already in this world, actually this will apply to both situations. Yeah. It's more about putting emphasis what that means to you. Because the person who loves you, if they see that this thing makes you happier, they will not want to take it away from you. Even if they don't understand, or even if they don't really like it, but if they see that this is something really important for you, that you are really connected, you, it's really important for you to go after these things, uh, they may not be full, fully there or in support, but at least they will not resist to try to take it away from you. And this is very important to... to Remember, and one extra comment that I'll give you related to this topic, because I know some dancers who are already involved in ballet dance, then they start dating or they really want to get in the relationship because many of the active dancers right now, I will say like the idea like, oh, lucky you, of course, good for you. You found each other, you're both artists, you didn't have a problem accepting it, each other worlds. But that's not really the situation or reality for many dancers. It's, it's another topic where to find the person who will accept you. But if you're someone who is considering possibly to reject dance, 
and stop dancing because you feel like that's the only way for you to be in relationship with this person who kind of demands from you, one reminder is to to remember that this person who are really trying to hold on and build relationship, he or she felt in love with you when you were a ballet dancer. You are a ballet dancer right now. And they felt in love with you right fell. now. Fell. Fell? Yes. Oh. Fell in love with you right now in your current state. So if you take the big part of your life and just reject you, what kind of relationship it will be? Because you will be a different person. So is it really denying yourself of the joy of dance? Would it really, really contribute to saving and building this relationship? Then you are, will be a completely different person then? Yeah, the, the, let's say, mirror image of this for a man, it would be Owen when we were dating. That's even like, that's the cliche for men. That is, when you're dating, she was one way about your activities. When you got married or you got into a serious relationship, she started not letting you, quote-unquote, do this, do this, do this, do that. And she got, are you really in the soccer uh, practice right now? And then, you know, like, because she's worried you're going to go do other stuff. There's one very stereotypical joke, like... All women hope that men will change in their relationship. All men hope the woman will not change. <laughs> but then, if it comes to reality, then they expect you to change something dramatic as stop dancing, let's say. How can they expect you not to change? <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's one of those things that, uh, especially on more conservative uh, uh, like circles, right? Let's say, depending on the city we're in, in the, depending on, let's say, how enlightened your uh, uh, country or city, especially city, I think, uh, well, or even, even not even city, your, your like community, because I was more always into more artsy communities, even in very provincial towns. Um, so it's one of those things that you will have to deal like through your, by yourself. And I think in that way, the belly dance specifically, it's one of those... Um, Activities that will expose all the biases of your society around. Mm. Right? So, for example, if you go to even a very cosmopolitan city like Toronto, for example, where we live in, in, in Canada, we'll get sometimes those kinds of, uh, of, um, of situations. One thing that was always funny to see with uh, weddings that you mentioned Whenever we had, uh, when two cultures would come together, which was very often in Toronto, so you'd have, let's say, if the, usually if the guy was of uh, Middle Eastern descent or if they were like South Asian, any culture that would have the idea of having dancers at the wedding as a, as a part of the tradition for, let's say, the, I don't know, like the... Uh, Irish mom in uh, uh, Oakville, like a city close by to Toronto that had lived where you don't bring dancers to, to, to a wedding, it would be that cultural shock. You would see the two parts, like the, the grooms and the, and the brides, and then sometimes it was the other way around too. Uh, and then you'd see the reaction, what's going on with this? And then, of course, that's the thing that I've seen about the, the you show how cool it is, right? You show, you show the dance, you show like all those things and hopefully a lot of the people in those environments will know the cultural traditions and uh, 
they'll get into it, right? And then it will show how like cool or enlightened or like all those things can be, right? And um, yeah, so... Uh, For me on the weddings, it was very important when I was performing at the weddings that a specific bride would be okay with having a ballet dancer. Because very often you may receive a request from relatives or friends, oh, you want to make a surprise and bring a ballet dancer for a wedding. I was like, no, as long as bride is aware and knows and is okay, then it's fine. Then for the rest of the guests, it can be surprise. No problem with that. But uh, for bride specifically, regardless of her background, Middle Eastern or not Middle Eastern, doesn't matter. But it was important because wedding is wedding. Yeah, but but you see, even for, let's say, the people that are into the culture or they're into that, there is already that connotation too, right? It's interesting. So the, the fact that people sometimes get... What I'm saying is getting into the fighting mode because of lack of enlightenment is not an enlightened way of doing things, you know? Like, uh, at least on my, on my thinking, it's sort of like, let me take you to a better place instead of condemn you to the fact that you're not where I am. Mm-hmm. Let's go together somewhere else. And then, of course, there are some people that will be a-holes. So then, um, then you decide... Like considering your cultural uh, situation, your life, your like your situation, then you decide. Because let's remember that uh, dance is not just a, and actually inactivity. They can be part of your life fulfillment, or they can be just a passing thing, and they can be a sort of joy, indifference, or tragedy. Right? We see people, uh, how many, like, we're not talking specifically about belly dance, although that certainly exists in the belly dance world. How many people in certain countries that are, let's say, more repressed, that the woman cannot become a dancer, right? Especially a professional dancer. Maybe you can play dance with your friends, but not like in a, in a performance environment, right? Again, that's one of those beautiful things that I think exists in the Western world, because of the of the belly dance tradition, that it shows all of these biases. And that's one of the reasons why I think belly dance is so important. That's why I think the normalization of those art forms without having to be sanitized is a good thing, right? But then it's, uh, there may be the fact that you, as, a, as a, I said, I actually, I was not going to mention this, but maybe it's useful for like some dancers, but it's like, uh, for the my friends that stop dancing, for example, mm-hmm. right? And I always imagine this thing that whenever they, maybe they're alone at home, maybe they are in the kitchen, maybe they light a candle one day, maybe they have their corner and they dare to dance a little bit for themselves, you know? Like, and that's my hope sometimes. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to be, like, I actually got a bit emotional about this, but I was like, damn it, like, if it's in you and you want this, not only as an artist, but like any other activity. And maybe that's the tragedy that can come out of uh, not pursuing what you love or what you like. Even if it is, okay, I'm not going to become a, a, like a, a professional dancer because that's not what I want. I want to have my gala shows and go out with my friends and sometimes perform at this. Whatever your heaven of dance is, like in the fact that someone that you love does not, quote-unquote, let you and most importantly you let them not let you right because it's always in your control but i always think 
I don't know, I have maybe it's a hope in dance and in music and in poetry or in any art form that you'll be a bit subversive. So maybe you're not dancing now. Maybe over time you work on your relationship in other ways and dance will come back to your life. So maybe dance will be the reward and not the reason to fight. You know, that may happen. Or maybe it happened that you it's an uninteresting person that shouldn't be with you and life is short and you die in the end. So might as well go dance and meet someone else. That happens too, right? Uh, but even that subversive element of dance that we see happening uh, in many countries, including like Iran, like that where dance is like a lot of dance is forbidden. So even we know like that certain places you can't, it will be like um, threat to your life and security or even to your family if you go and do certain art forms, not only dance. And I'm saying, I'm not singling out Iran. It's just one place that's in the news these days about problems with dance especially even male dancers too, like having all sorts of problems. But it's like, let's remember the power of dance. So maybe, no, go ahead. The power of dance and the power of yourself, because it always comes from your choice. It yes. is your choice no matter what. And uh, you know, like, it's also important to say, I think that there is no one right path it's always very individual. I'm very happy that we didn't go really much into trying to give practical tips uh -huh. because it's not about that. I'm happy that we highlighted some of the points or, or uh, things to think about or pay attention, what it is really about if you're having the problems in your relationships or not having relationships, like which kind of people you attract and maybe it's something about your relationship with dance that attracts those kind of people. So it's all sorts, like it's more like what to think about and analyze because it's always about you at the end and it's always about your choice and everyone's path will be so different and so unique. I saw also so many scenarios. I saw dancers who uh, gave up dancing and I saw some of them live happily and some of them are really miserable and trying to grab on this idea of somehow having dance, even they know they physically cannot, or they think at least they mm -hmm. cannot go. I saw the dancers who uh, perform happily and their husbands really don't care about dance and they just exist together. I mean, they're in good relationship, but dance is not really part of husband's life in any capacity and they're fine with it. I saw couples that are really fighting. I saw dancers who got to the point of divorce and I saw examples that after divorce they, they finally met a right person who is accepting. I saw also dancers who never really got into the, not got in relationship, but never get, got an opportunity to have a family and fully dedicated their life to dancing. And I saw examples of really happy dancers who are fulfilled still even after retirement, they keep practicing, keep teaching, and they feel fulfilled from that and okay in peace. And I saw dancers who feel very miserable that they regret that they kept on dancing and kept full attention just to dance. So there is no one path, but it's always about asking yourself, I think, first, what do you really want? And what dance means to you? And then it comes those decisions of, if you need to face and make a decision, are you really okay to give it up? Or is it such an important part of you that if you give up, you will become a different person? 
and then it's first of all from you and then of course analyzing and seeing the relationship like why that person is not accepting either your hobby or part of you if it's something bigger for you why exactly where the problem is yeah the and the, yeah the, like this why this or why that like why are they let's say not part of your dance life i think in that case we could go a little bit into like little tips because i think that would be like a useful way in it's one of those things like um okay i'll make a possibly funny uh, uh like weird uh analogy uh so you know those people that um i don't know like i remember as a, as a kid we I had like a couple friends that uh, uh they would pee in bed right so they couldn't control like their bladder at night and i remember that they were like uh, bringing the person to the psychologist and the doctor and what oh, my god what's that person's gonna do and the, the doctor suggested um wake them up around midnight to go to the bathroom and that solved the problem so you my point with that weird analogy is that sometimes there is a practical solution to the bigger problem to the bigger problem that will solve and you won't have to like do the like a revelation and conversion to, of of your loved one to belly mm -hmm. so in that way a lighter part of our conversation which is little tips i started liking as i said like um, i started drumming i started liking drumming then arabic arabic music and then i started liking belly dance it was in that order right uh, as I said, I was like, girl, get out of my way because I want to see what the guy's doing because I didn't have access to drawing classes in the beginning afterwards. It's like, oh, let me see everything that people were doing so I can like play. And, uh, uh, and then I got into the, into the, the balladness world through drumming. Right? And I remember a lot of dancers say, oh, but my, girl, my boyfriend is okay. Let's say I'm not talking to the person that necessarily is like against or whatever, but like try to get them into, the, into that world. Right? And, as I did with you with tennis, let me show you, right? And a couple things that, let's say, I'm going to talk from the point of view of like, belly dancer, there's a woman and the husband, but I guess it applies to, to any kind of person. It would be the first one and the easiest one is take the person to gala shows, take the person to the, or gala shows or the restaurant, or go ahead. But please don't take them to a three day long competitions or six hour student gala shows. No, no, choose yes. if it's the first time, choose something that reasonable, like one, two hours at most. Not because it's boring or anything, but for person who never got involved in it, it's a lot. It's even for dancers, for us sometimes it's long to sit nonstop six hours. And that person will want probably to be polite, at least to you. So they may yeah. not show, but they will struggle in silence. Don't do that yes, to them. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, don't take them into like a six-hour marathon of uh, <laughs> dance festivals. Yeah, but like, yeah, like, but take to the show. Let them like see what it is uh, and experience, not from what you are showing, but from the community. That would be cool. Let them see other husbands that are there we're talking about relationships that's why i'm talking about that but that will apply to to kids to to anything show them that's that's a good a good social pressure when you normalize something oh look how many people in our community are into this thing then it becomes okay then it becomes oh i always liked it right <laughs> oh 
tell your friends, oh, my, my, my wife is a belly dancer. Like, it would be the other way around. Right? But still, hmm? even here, I will add, still be okay and respect their right not to like it. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait, but that, that's for later. Okay. We're, we're talking about <laughs> tips, tips to get people into yeah, it. Yeah, but the it's first related is, tip for yeah, but, you, not uh, to force. So, so they don't feel that you're yeah. trying to force them. So that's one. Simple one, take them to the to the things, take to the golf show, take to the to the gig, restaurant gig, take to do whatever, like that kind of stuff. Acknowledge the strange things from their point of view on those things. There will be tipping. Tipping is done in a specific way in Arabic world, right? In the, in the, in the, in, in Belgian's world, not Arabic world, but like um, acknowledge this. Oh, there will be the strange thing that happens in this community like that they do this kind of stuff like uh, um, they will at certain points uh, ask to to clap they will go ahead give them permission to look at belly dance <laughs> that too like go there look at the show like uh, however you want to to see like uh, like that kind of stuff like put the let the person at ease to to see those things and tell them that would be useful the other thing is of course Dancers always likes photos and videos. Give your husband or boyfriend something to do, right? It's like you get your, we have such a social media situation today that it's like normal for people to get their phones out and all that stuff. So get them to become your photographer and your videographer. That would be useful. Again, if they don't like it. And also the other thing is, I've seen this many times with dancers too, like they ask their husbands to, to do this and do that. And they want to support, which is related to what you were talking about. And they ask, can you drive me there? Can you do this? Can you do that? So they become their assistants on the balance. So you're basically taking the fun out of it for, their, for, their, for them with your practice. So there is that element of like show. If they show interest over time and think it's cool and want to be a part of it, like um, then give more. But don't expect them to... That's what I'm saying. Don't force them into the into, into that uh, into your thing. Don't try to make it yours because then it's you doing harm. I would also add. I just got an idea about normalizing the thing, not only by showing them community that already exists, but maybe going a little bit uh, sneaky, but not in a bad way, like not with bad intentions, but maybe. See if you can engage part of their family, I don't know, your mother-in-law or their si your sister-in-law. Maybe they would like to attend the belly dance class. Again, not forcing, but offering. So then it becomes a discussion. It's kind of like family thing and it becomes like a norm. It's not just you. You may be a professional belly dancer, but maybe some other people of your family or of the relationships like in general may get uh, also interested or just having fun and being excited is like oh i'm they may not get into it to do it on a continuous basis but they tried and they experienced like oh that was so fun class or something like that it may not happen but it's another kind of tip to try maybe <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah and that's the other thing too like uh, i think that's uh, that where you just said just reminded me um like it happened with me in drumming when i was just starting that so I had this drum that was completely uncommon, the darbuka. Now it's more common in the world, but like when I started, especially like my friends, they had guitar, maybe a cajon. Cajon? No, actually cajon would be also already a, a very 
exotic thing. So my friends that play guitar, play piano, play violin, or any other thing like in, in school, they would ask, oh, okay, so play a little bit of that. And I was not like at the level even to accompany music. So it was uh, like a, a challenge. And I know for a lot of dancers, people say, oh, this person is doing belly dancing, like family gatherings, oh, show us something, right? And one thing that I was thinking is this idea of confidence too, that, that ex when you exude confidence, like you are going to your... If you get, like, instead of being doing that, you are the ambassador of belly dance at that time, even if you are a beginner. So, whatever you are going to do, you do with confidence, and you do a couple tricks, and you sit down, and next time is you have to pay my, my artist fee, ha ha ha. So, like, that element, because I remember the first time I played with confidence drumming, I said, okay, no one, no, no one here knows me. So it can't be me, I don't know, maybe I can do it, maybe I can't. No, I just went and played. And, it's like, and I played things that to me would be basic or would not be good. But for everybody, it's like, oh my God, like uh, amazing. And it's not a matter of fooling people, it's a matter of like bringing that world to them. It's about your approach to dance. As long as you're not apologizing for being a belly dance or attending belly dance classes, people will feel that confidence. It's something that we talked earlier mm -hmm. in this conversation too. And as long as they feel confidence, they will think twice to bug you or not to bug you. Yeah, <laughs> they still may, but they will think about yeah, and, it prior. And, and I think that's that, uh, the situation that you're not asking permission to, to the person. It's not like, let me make the case for belly dance. It's like, it's an invitation. Take a look at this. You may like, you may not like, and I will show you why I like it. And maybe very, let's say, A plus B plus C kind of a thing. Or like, no, I really feel this. I really want to, to do this. And then again, the other thing that I think is very practical that you can do like to bring your like loved one into the things, having them experience it. And having them experience however they are, uh, wherever the skill is. And uh, this would be a bit more exotic, like, one would be obvious and the other would be a little bit more esoteric but because I just thought about it. One is, okay, if they already play an instrument, get the tabs or the music sheet or whatever, like play guitar. They can play the guitar, they can play the music that is like a belly dance song and you can like bring them into that world if they're doing that. If they're into dancing, get them to do like, there is male dances that are amazing to fun to do, like dabke, just teach a couple of steps, like do those kinds of things. Like get them into, let's say, the artist side of them, if they have those, that, right? Like into it. They may want it, they may not want it, but it's a way for you to invite them into the world or even things that happen. It's like people see the, the, the darbuka and want to, like so many husbands of belly dancers and teacher and the, and the students, they come to me and say, oh, how do I learn this? Where can I learn this? Oh, my wife keeps bugging me. Look at the, 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 the language that the husbands tell me. Mm -hmm. It's that the, they may be already even okay with, the, with belly dance. So it's something my wife does. But then, oh, why don't you learn this? Why don't you look that? As if it's something you should be doing that kind of like fixing the roof. Or they're trying to use, that's the, let's say that's the other coin that I think it should be commented to. That is the, that uh, sometimes the dancer is using, trying to use belly dance to be closer to her husband. That happens a lot. And I think uh, it can be uh, like one, one option for people to get uh, closer. For sure, we are closer, certainly because of like dance and music and art and all those things. But if it's forced, because I remember hearing this from husbands, it's like, and they're basically 
complaining and I'm not saying that they're like wrong or right, but they're saying, shit, tell, I have to go to every show. I have to take photos and I have to, take, to do videos. And now they got a restaurant gig, so I have to take to the restaurant gig. And now she's complaining that I don't play Darbuka like Paolo. It's like, come on, dude. Like, you know what I mean? It is very definitely important to be self-critical to your own actions and what you do on both sides. Are you bugging your husbands or your partners to be involved too much beyond their will? Or maybe you're restricting them of something they like and then you're complaining why they try to restrict you. It can be also their response, uh, their Bingo. automatic response. Nothing to do with belly dance or nothing with you, but their protective response of... If you are trying to take away their time, I don't know, with their friends or with their hobby or whatever other thing they want, they want to do for themselves or you're trying to get into it or they want to have it for themselves as something personal, then don't be surprised that they, they are automatically, like maybe even not conscious, but some conscious response that they will be trying to limit your freedom or your exploration of something you like. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's an important one. And of course, always let your husbands or wives know that they can always learn drumming and that's fun always <laughs> fun um anything else we should mention i don't know just thinking about it yeah so people ask for like talking about relationships and uh belly dance and all that so i think we covered from like little tips of engagement for those things to societal issues regarding belly dance <laughs> and uh, archetypical and uh, like, I don't know, like artistic seeking and soul seeking. Yeah, that, and uh, of course this discussion is just like two of us uh, thinking and brainstorming different ideas and based on our experience. But uh, again, just a reminder that everyone's situation will be different. Everyone's experience will be different. And uh, we had on the podcast quite a few interviews of couples. <laughs> Right. talking mm -hmm. about their relationships so definitely check uh, browse the library of episodes and check those ones because everyone will be different everyone's approach will be different and uh, uh, there is no right or wrong as long as you're really happy with it yeah I guess that's a good place to to end the the, the conversation unless we have a, I'm trying to think if there is anything else related to the relationship issue. Uh, uh, one thing that would be interesting for people to know, because I know, let's say, this is more for the, I don't know, the professional dancers that I know that, uh, like, when they comment with me, or probably with you, they say, oh, you can't find a person that is um, okay with my profession and all those things, right? And, uh, and I remember thinking, yeah, but you're not you're saying no to all the people that are already okay with your profession. So it's, it go, let's say, for example, they are like, uh, if you're interested in me, if the, the guy, for example, I remember many friends, like they were like, if the guy shows interest and even the fact that you are a dancer, that, okay, not this one. Then I'll go with this other person. It's basically as if they wanted to the, the dance part not to be a factor for the guy wanting to be with them yeah i understand partially i know but uh, it's also not just a matter of finding the person who is okay with your profession it's finding the person who is okay and who you fall in love with <laughs> yeah i know so that uh, but my point is that the part of let's say finding love it's 
nothing specifically to do with that element of your life because everybody will have that uh, that uh, that issue at some point right unless you fell in love and never like swayed from it with someone when you were 15 uh, like otherwise it, it's something that's gonna happen right so um, just a matter of like being uh, patient and not settling I also think being patient and not settling but also not blaming your own profession for that I think that's, that's important exactly because what I that mean. creates yeah. this uh, I don't know aura around you this energy at that if that if your profession is something wrong if you really believe that it's something wrong yeah and meet them where they are like acknowledge the fact that there will be societal um, stereotypes or expectations or, or whatever you know about the the um, about your profession or hobby or like the fact that you are dancing and uh, in a way like remember that if you think it's important and you think that the world should have it you should be an advocate for it right in whatever um form you can and uh, and want and i think um, just to remind people like another thing that at least that's if i was i don't know like with someone that was like oh, i don't want you to be around these dancers or if i was a dancer i don't want you to be around this like uh, uh, this environment um I mentioned that something I mentioned in a previous uh, podcast, but uh, I think it's important to remind people is that anything that has that is beautiful and has I mean I didn't say it that way, so I'll, I'll say it in a different way that anything that is beautiful and is transformative and is this mix of ancient and new that it's a mix of tradition and what's uniquely you. Something that is an art form and it's uh, in a way it's a sport and in a way it's a tradition and it's a community and it bridges cultures around the world and we desperately need this around the world. Belly dance is a great place to, to start this world movement of cultures being embraced and me being able to wear your shirt and you being able to wear my shirt and belly dance you are today, today's 2023, but I'm sure this will be important 2043 too, um, that we need to be able to understand other cultures, to understand ourselves and know that we are all part of one culture. Belly dance literally embodies that. But I think uh, just to close up, I think even more important than understanding each other cultures is first of all, understanding yourself. And that's most important and very often most difficult to really know what you think about any subject about any issue to know what you want from life to know what you feel about belly dance about the person in front of you who is your partner potential partner and what makes you happy and take any kind of decision from that perspective or from that point of view first and uh, we keep going because i keep coming up with uh, some other ideas too that it's like sometimes like jan and i uh i'm mentioning this as people that have not only thought about it but talked about it like from an artistic point of view and sort of all sorts of like so it can be a little bit more let's say eloquent about 
the reasons for, let's say, the, the case for the importance of belly dance from a personal point of view or, let's say, world point of view or whatever. And you may not have that and you said, oh, what makes you happy, which is important. But I think even beyond that, because sometimes you don't know why that thing makes you happy. And you actually, you don't know that it makes you happy. It's something you need to do, like most things start, right? For example, I am happy playing drums. To be honest, most of the time I'm, I'm very unhappy because I'm like, ah, damn it, I'm not playing, I'm learning this thing, like I'm trying to push the boundaries of what, I, of what I want. So let's say the physical act is not necessarily happy when I'm practicing, but my, my point is uh, you may not know why that, and it's not like, oh, see what makes you happy and then uh, defend it. It's allow yourself to keep exploring. And especially if you are like a beginner dancer, you can't go from A to Z of Y, or you may not even fall to the message I just said about all oh, the importance of the world, of being connected and whatever, but like, it's something for you. You're curious and you're going there. So keep going there. Like that's sort of like, it may be because it makes you happy. It may be because something you have to do. It may be because it will like a czar, like, like a ritual will take away a lot of your demons, whatever reason you're doing dance, or maybe that it's a part of your life that you need to have this thing, but it's the idea of do it because you must. Yeah, but it's also my point of understanding and what makes you happy, it's because dance can be part of your life. It just the same way it can be just a chapter of your life and it's totally fine too, as long as you are okay with that. Yeah. And that's what I meant by understanding yourself, your needs, your interests, and your desires in life. That's it for today. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. And before you leave, don't forget to screenshot and share it with your friends. The more people get inspired, the better it is for our dance community. Until next time, keep shimming and see you soon. This episode was brought to you by the Yana Dance Club, a meeting place for committed dance enthusiasts of all levels. Most of our members shared that the club helped them to improve consistency in their training, meet new dance friends and discover various topics through hundreds of different tutorials. This is definitely a belly dance training that becomes a lifestyle. Learn more at yanadanceclub.com, link in the show notes or simply visit yanadanceclub.com and try for 7 days for free.